A quick reminder before we get started today, I am giving away a free copy of the Miracle Morning book by Hal Elrod. To enter into the drawing, simply email me to let me know that you've left a review for this podcast and shared it with a friend. The email address is contact at lizagiriemd.com. The drawing will take place on November 16th, 2022. Now, for today's episode, I have to tell you that I've had some pretty terrible experiences. For me, money has been the root of all of the problems. Or so I thought. I've come a long way since this way of thinking, and I've overcome a lot of my fear and limiting beliefs around money, which I will be sharing with you today. Now, Are you ready to shift your mindset and tap into the opportunities that are waiting for you right now? Let's go. Welcome to the Creating Clarity Podcast, where we talk all about clearing the fog, shifting our focus, and uncovering the opportunities that are hidden right in front of us. I'm your host, Dr. Liz Aguirre. Before I begin, I must emphasize that this work is separate from my professional medical work and does not represent medical advice or opinions of any specific organization. Last week, we talked about allowing yourself to be embarrassed. It's actually quite empowering when you can do this because oftentimes our fear holds us back. But what about when it's more than just an embarrassing situation? What if it goes deeper? A lot of times we have fear because of the what if situations and we fear that these things will come true. What if I start a business and it fails? What if I leave this job and I hate the next one and it's worse? A lot of these thoughts stem from stories that we tell ourselves. This week, my first TED Talk came out, which was titled, Why the Secret to Fulfillment is Imagination. Not all imagination, though. There are so many times that our imagination takes a negative road. The secret to fulfillment is actually learning to take our imagination back to a childlike state. Because during this time, before we were tainted by all the fear of life and our adulting, We actually had a beautiful imagination. If you have small children or if you're around them, it only takes a few minutes to see that their imagination comes out very quickly. They play and they're happy and they're in their own little world. When we learn to use our imagination in a positive way, we don't have fear. We have excitement. We invent things, we start businesses, we write books, we submit proposals for amazing projects. When we use our imagination in a negative way, this is when the fear sets in. We fear all the things that will probably never come true. We spend a lot of time, energy, and effort to avoid these painful things that we imagine. I'll put the link to my TED Talk in the show notes in case you want to take a listen and haven't heard it yet. But where I'd like to take our conversation today is about money. But wait a minute, how is money tied to this? Honestly, quite a bit of my decisions have been impacted by my fear of money. In fact, since inflation is so high and the economy isn't doing great, I'm sure I'm not the only one. 
there is a lot of fear about money. And then our imaginations kind of spiral out of control and we start to imagine the worst case scenario. Stop and ask yourself if you have this same fear. Is your fear of money or lack thereof causing you to make decisions that aren't really aligned with what you want? This was truly one of my biggest challenges. You already know, I've already spoken about this in past episodes, but I grew up really poor. We didn't have money even for the basics. My entire life, including my adult life, I've never had enough money. Now, that's not really true, but that's what my brain would tell me all the time. I thought that when my retirement accounts hit a certain number that I could relax and I wouldn't be scared anymore, but nope, that number came and went. I raised the number, I hit that number, and then I still had fear. I thought that when I diversified my money enough, I would feel secure. Nope, that didn't work either. I thought that once all my student loans were paid off, I would feel so much better because I no longer had that debt weighing on me. But no, that proved to be false too. I still felt the same. I came to realize that I've basically achieved all my financial goals that I have set and none of them has allowed me to have peace of mind. The fear of losing my money or not having enough or whatever reason has always stayed with me. And when it comes to myself, I actually live very modestly. I don't have a fancy car. I don't buy designer clothes. I always consider the cost of a meal when I'm deciding what I'll eat at a restaurant, all because of my fear around money. It's actually quite sad, but it actually gets better. My story gets better. You've heard me talk a lot about coaching, and I finally hired a money coach to help me get over my scarcity mindset around money. It's actually kind of funny that I spent money to hire a coach to help me get over my scarcity mindset around money, but I did. And it used to be very painful for me to pay money for coaches, but now I realize it as the investment it is. It actually allows me to have a much better quality of life because coaches help me see things more objectively. And honestly, it's helping you guys too, because I'm sharing all the nuggets that I get through my coaching with you. So I still have a long way to go, but I can say that I'm not so stressed about money anymore. What have I learned? that helps me deal with my irrational fear around money? Well, number one, I frequently go back to one particular centering thought, and that is everything happens just as it should. I really believe that everything happens for a reason. And when I have challenges, I go back to that thought because I remind myself that some of the challenges I've had in the past are what brought me right here to where I am today. And I'm actually very happy with where I am today. Of course, I'm always striving to grow and to achieve more. But the reality is, despite the many struggles that I've had, I'm actually in a very good place now. Now, it hasn't been without hard work. But again, I just go back to that centering thought that everything happens just as it should, because to me, it's very calming and it helps me realize that the thoughts that I have are sometimes irrational. Number two, I remind myself that my fear is a story that I'm telling myself. And most of the time it is not true at all. 
A lot of times it can be triggered by past events that I've encountered. But the reality is a lot of times those we learn from those experiences and we don't fall for the same thing again. We learn and we move forward and we don't make the same mistakes. Some of us do, and we have to learn the lesson all over again. And sometimes you might even have to learn a lesson a third time. But the reality is that when I remind myself that it's a story that I'm making up in my mind and it is not my truth or my reality right now, I find it very helpful. Number three is realizing that there's always another way. Guys, this is one of the things that I have talked about over and over in this podcast, and that is being able to open our mind to possibilities. When I am feeling stuck, I take a step back and I brainstorm. I journal to explore what those other possibilities could possibly be. I often stop and have conversations with my husband and we discuss whatever it is that's bothering him or I, because in discussing it and working through it and journaling and writing about it, I'm always able to figure out what those other possibilities are. At the time, I'm not able to see them because sometimes I'm caught up in the emotion. So taking a step back to think through things is often very helpful. And number four, taking a moment to assess what outside influences might be making me feel stressed about money. Is it a friend who maybe suggested that a financial investment I made was risky? I've had that happen a time or two. Is it the news feeds that I see, which always seem to have headlines that are aimed to scare people? Once I identify what it is that's causing this fear to set in, I eliminate it because oftentimes there are external factors that are leading me down that negative path. And it's important to take take a step back and realize what those are. Again, I have a long way to go, but these are the things that have helped me. And of course, I continue to get regular coaching, which has been very helpful. And so I highly recommend coaching. And actually, I've invited my money coach to join me on the podcast. So You'll be hearing of that episode soon. It's already recorded. I don't know if that's going to come out next week or the following week, but it'll come out soon. But I'm going to end today by reading a framed quote that I have on my wall. It was a birthday gift from my friend, Claire. Hello, Claire. And she gave me this a few years ago. It says, what would you do if you weren't afraid? Ah, this is so good. I ask myself this question frequently. I have it framed on the wall so that I can see it when I look up from my computer. It helps me course correct when I ask myself this question because I recognize when my actions are actually a result of fear. So I'd like for you to ask yourself the same question and then put a pen to paper and brainstorm. See what other possibilities you might be able to come up with so that you don't feel so stuck with where you are. There are always two sides to a coin, at least two sides to a story, and more than one answer to whatever challenge it is you are facing. I hope you found this helpful, and I will see you all next week. Thanks for listening. Make sure you hit subscribe so that you won't miss the next episode. And if you like this episode, please share it with a friend and give me a five-star review so that I can reach more people. I'll see you next week.
If you are hosting a conference, think about starting the event with a mindset talk. When you help the group collectively shift their mindset, the ideas will flow and new opportunities become much more clear. Visit my website, lizagarymd.com, and fill out a contact form to learn how you can book me as a keynote speaker for your next event. Disclaimer, the views and opinions shared here are for information and educational purposes only. They do not serve as a medical or professional advice. They do not represent any academic, medical, or professional institution or organization. If you found this helpful, don't forget to leave a five-star review. Thank you.